0: Welcome back to the channel today, everyone. I'm Sarah Higdon, and this is Transform to Freedom. So um, this may actually be a few of your first time watching this show. I will say um, my social media has been blowing up the last, I guess, 24 hours. Um, If you didn't see, I was um, I took part. Um, if you've been following me for a while, I, 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 I kind of talked about this a little bit, but I went out and filmed, um, one of those Jubilee debates when I was out in California. So I was out in California, maybe, maybe three weeks ago ish. Um, and so, yeah, I filmed, filmed actually not just one, I filmed two, uh, Jubilee debates. Um, the second one is supposed to come out, I believe, um, October 22nd. So in about two weeks, but um, I'm gonna do a separate video on um, the one that was released yesterday it was um, trans conservatives versus trans liberals uh, debate. if you saw Blair White's been talking a lot about it because she was there um, we had we had an amazing team who um, I, I really appreciated and, and enjoyed everybody on my team and honestly there's a couple of people. There was two two of the people on the other side. I actually really thought were great too, um, until one of them actually made a before this aired was uh, to kind of talking trash about Blair um, when really didn't say much um, in person. So I thought that was kind of kind of shitty, but that's kind of the way of social media, I guess, right? But I'm gonna go through talk about my reactions to um, what I thought about the debate. I will say I think the debate was edited quite fairly. Um, The biggest issue I have with the way that it was edited was that um, there is one reason why it's edited that makes Blair look like she's the person that attacked first. And it's because the first prompt we actually responded to was the trans military ban. And everything was going good until um, the other side started to simply just go off topic and attack Blair's career. So that kind of set the tone. But if you watch the way it's edited, it kind of looks like Blair took the first shot at them, which really isn't the case. So um, that's the only issue I guess I had with the editing of it. You know, Um, other than that. Um, it it was, I think it was, it was really good. I think all my points got, came across um, even though the debate was hectic, I couldn't answer, you know, in the time I wanted to. um, But I do think that I was able to counter every argument that they made um, when I, you know, when I had a counter to it. So um, it just came out a little bit later in the debate. So I I think it was, it, it was really good. Um, Like I said, my social media has been kind of blown up the last couple of days. So welcome. If you're new, I appreciate you for being here. Um, Welcome to the family. Um, This is a show that I do. I I try to do every Monday. Um, Typically, every Monday we're doing the show. Hey, Courtney. Um, And that's um, that's where we're at. So I appreciate everybody for joining in. Like I said, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, We're all welcoming here. <laughs> but no, yeah, we uh yeah. So today we're just going to talk honestly, I don't know what else to talk about because other than the biggest thing that's in the news is Israel. So it's basically going to be a very long episode mostly discussing what's going on in Israel. Um yeah, you know, I I, I write for the Post Millennial and Human Events and I was busy. This weekend, Um, breaking story after breaking story after breaking story, um, because there was a lot happening in a very short amount of time. We had to get stuff out as quickly as possible. Um, I think we did a great job over there doing that. And um, but now we're starting to see we're starting to see like we have to we have to be careful now that we don't get sucked into the same, you know, thing that we did in Ukraine where you're gonna start seeing propaganda pop up from both sides. You're gonna see videos from I mean I, I literally saw a a video uh it was a video from a video game and it um the uh yeah Courtney you missed you missed the first like five minutes I talked about the Jubilee debate <laughs> no um there there was a video it came from a video game of it and, they, and the caption was that it is rarely shot down a a plane or a aircraft of the palestinians of hamas and hamas doesn't have aircraft like that i don't but it, it really was definitely a video game so it's really interesting we gotta just kind of pay attention make sure we don't get sucked into that propaganda um But if you've not been paying attention and, you know, um, you don't know what's going on, early morning Saturday, so early morning Saturday, um, Hamas, basically terrorists, um, I usually call them militants, but they are terrorists. They attacked israel like heavily attacked israel so there's a lot of gruesome videos from what was actually going on on the ground you saw i mean i'm not going to show any of the um any of the the like any of the videos Honestly, but there was a lot there was I mean, there's video out there and it might be in one of these uh, clips that I or one of these stories that I actually have where there was a music festival. Actually, I think I do have it, it a music festival where you can literally see um, the people at the festival are just having a good time partying. It's a it sounds like a house music festival. And they didn't even know what was going on until it was too late it was a i mean hamas there's a video that shows like hamas basically hang gliding i think is what it is uh they were basically coming by air you can see them in the air and they come in and they walked up on music festival and just started shooting like just as the music was cutting out um and people started fleeing so um but that's i mean so far the latest numbers i had yesterday i haven't seen any new numbers today were um it was last night when i when i when i got logged off it was 600 killed and 2000 injured um hamas sent something like 2 2200 rockets into israel and then um as ground forces moved in it was a very heavily coordinated assault um on the country, um, and we got word late yesterday that it was confirmed that there were at least four Americans that were killed in the attacks as well. Um, so, yeah, we know it. That's the official U.S. reports right now was four. Um, yesterday, they were, you know, we there was a lot of reports that there had been some. I've heard up to maybe seven now. Um, which, what this kind of does is it it kind of makes American politicians say that we should get involved in this situation. Um, we, you know, because now Americans have been killed, um, and so now we have a hand in this fight. Um, what I will say is, well, here, what did I say on Twitter the other day? This is kind of my stance on it all. Let me see, where is it? Um, there it is, I think, no, no, that's not the right one. Maybe I don't have that one loaded up. Let me see. Okay. I had my tweets. So I had a tweet in here somewhere. While I search for this, though, I am going to um, I'm going to play you the latest by um, Prime Minister Netanyahu, like Israel Prime Minister Netanyahu, to the people and explain what they're doing.
1: Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it, once the Jewish people were stateless, once the Jewish people were defenseless, no longer. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they have made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. The savage attacks that Hamas perpetrated against innocent Israelis are mind-boggling. Slaughtering families in their homes, massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children, and elderly, even Holocaust survivors. Hamas terrorists bound, burned, and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. And just as the forces of civilization united to defeat ISIS, the forces of civilization must support Israel in defeating Hamas. I want to thank President Biden for his unequivocal support. I want to thank leaders across the world who are standing with Israel today. I want to thank the people and Congress of the United States of America. In fighting Hamas, Israel is not only fighting for its own people, it is fighting for every country that stands against barbarism. Israel will win this war. And when Israel wins, the entire civilized world wins.
0: So that's what Netanyahu said about it. Um and I, I, I can't blame him. Um so here is actually so this is the, the story about the music festival. Um it was 260 bodies were actually recovered at the site yesterday. So this was this was a massive slaughter of innocent people. Like this wasn't like some just attack, it was slaughtering of anybody and anybody like they were they were taking civilians kidnapping them murdering them um this is not what anybody does that you should have any respect for i mean they are not a civilized country um, they're not a civilized people if they believe that this is okay now the people that live in gaza west bank in the Golan Heights are not Hamas, right? Hamas is a terrorist organization. The people that live there are also innocently held um, and don't really have a way to get out and do all that, right? So Netanyahu did say that, um, I mean, they, they issued a warning to get out of the country and you can go down to Jordan um if you need if they wanted to get out of the country in a lot of ways right um so this is people fleeing from the music festival Um, we actually, at human events, um, we got a, um, exclusive story with somebody who was there. It was a young girl who said that she, um, you know, they were running and somebody said, Hey, get my car. And as soon as they got into the person's car, um, that person was shot in the head point blank. Um, and then she, he fell over her. She played dead and basically waited there until she was rescued um it was it was i mean the images are completely disturbing like i said i'm not going to show it on here um out of respect for the people who died as well as uh, the families and 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 really it's not something i want to you know you i don't want you you don't need to see that if you want to see it you can go seek it out but um it's 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 brutal right um and so here Is actually what I said um, about all this, right? So my statement, my first statement, I said, um, U.S. involvement in Israel has basically allowed this conflict between Israel and Hamas to drag on for years, only leading to more death. If we were not involved in Israel, if we were not involved, Israel would have taken control of Gaza, the West Bank, and Golan Heights years ago. And still, we didn't stop the inevitable from happening, which is kind of the way that the U.S. foreign policy works, right? It's the way that the U.S. government works in general, right? We never stop what's going to happen from actually happening. A lot of times we actually do more to destabilize the region or destabilize. um, And then it just kicks the can down the road. And And it's not even just in foreign policy. It's with domestic policy, too, right? When we bailed out the auto industry so that they didn't go bankrupt what happened they went bankrupt anyway. so it's i mean what happened with israel and their we fund their iron dome defense system so that's kind of a false sense of security it's a false shield so they're like hey if they're sending rockets we can stop all these rockets from hitting our country or we can deal with this right instead of taking over um you know instead of doing what would normally happen if they didn't have that iron Dome defense system the first time rockets were ever shot at the at you know at israel they would have moved in and taken and secured the entire country anyways and so this has just kind of delayed this um and that's where we're at right now um my second post though however i do want to note to be 100% honest um i don't like again i don't support u.s involvement in this at all But I do fully support Israel moving in, wiping out Hamas, and taking full control of Gaza, um, the West Bank and Golan Heights, like it should have happened years ago. I fully support their right to do that. Um, They didn't ask for this war. They didn't ask for this. Um, And this is the best way for them to be able to protect their country. Now, I also don't support them going in and um, if they were going to go in and kill innocent civilians, right? Not in support of that either. Um, so when I hear, when I see the pictures of them just dropping bombs and stuff like that, that's concerning because you do tend to get more civilian casualties when you're just dropping bombs, especially when Hamas, um, uses, you know, civilians as shields. They generally shoot their rockets. They shoot all this stuff from like hospitals and they hide in hospitals. They, all their military equipment are in hospitals and mosques and in all this stuff around the country. And where civilians would have a high civilian casualty rate there. Um, so when I see that Netanyahu has also reportedly told Joe Biden that he has to move in with ground troops. Um, and Biden didn't say anything, didn't, didn't push back at all on it. Um, that's actually a positive in my mind on this. Because what that means is if you're pushing ground troops in you're not going to be indiscriminately killing people. So more civilians would actually live. Um, you're not going to have the uh, the accidental deaths of civilians. You know, you only kill Hamas militants, period. So I think that's the way to do it. Um, I, these are evil, evil people. They are straight up terrorists. Like he said, they are ISIS. Um, and, and, and it's not like they're alone in this. And this is where I think a lot of people are starting to get scared is now we are finding out that Iran um, helped plan this because then, um, because it hasn't been reported as much, but another terrorist organization in the north, Hezbollah, um, has also been shooting into Israel. Um, And so apparently there was some meetings, a few weeks ago like they've been planning this for a little while now um at at um you know with um yeah reports showed that the islamic revolutionary guard corps uh gave the final go-ahead last monday in beirut to make this attack um that senior members of Moss and hezbollah uh cited in a report they had been assisting in the planning since August. So this didn't just happen. It's even worse is that they, they planned it and did it on a day. One of the most holy days of the year. I mean, we are in the, in the Jewish holy season right now. So they knew the day that they did, it was during the Sabbath and um, which makes it even more evil makes you know that this is about, this is a holy war. It's about religion. And, Iran's supreme leader. So this is what he said on uh, on Twitter. Let me see. He said, "God willing, the cancer of the usurper Zionist regime will be eradicated at the hands of the Palestinian people and the resistance forces throughout the region." Which so this is what was interesting. Actually, Twitter said this post did violate the rules. However, it. Is actually in the public interest that it remains accessible. I agree with that decision. I think that the people need to see this message. They need to see it so that they know exactly what is happening here and exactly the forces that are at play. And Elon Musk responded and said, um, comment, I don't know how to say his name. I'm not, it's not going to. His official position is clear that the, erratic, oh, shit. Let me see. the eradication of. Let me expand it. The eradication of Israel is the actual goal, not just supporting the Palestinians. That will not happen. All that actually happens decade after decade is never ending cycle of violence and vengeance, stoking fears, stoking the fires of hatred isn't working. Perhaps it's the time to consider anything else. Consider something else. So he's right. Because all that's actually going to happen, if this really moves forward, if if Iran gets involved, the U.S. will definitely be involved. Uh, that's why we're moving, we're moving um, naval ships to the area as we speak, just to show support. And actually, I guess they're they're talking that if we need to get U.S. civilians out of there, if it comes to that, then they're there and they can just load up uh, from the beaches, which makes. little bit of sense but if if like israel or any other outside forces get involved you can you can imagine the escalation that will take place um so it really is it's going to be a never-ending cycle of violence in that region um (laughs) what's even worse about that what's even worse than that though is all the people who have seemingly supported the killing of innocent civilians, women, children, and taking others hostages. Um, One of the most egregious ones, and I, I really find this, it's quite ironic, right? You have a porn star, Mia Khalifa, praising Hamas terrorists after women and children were taken hostage. Um, she said in this post, this is a Renaissance painting talking about them moving in. Um, yeah, Courtney, you're right. So this, I I think this picture, the queers for Palestine picture is actually a quite old picture. Um, but it's like, the cognitive dissonance is, is real, right? Um, like, this is like when this picture came out I think it was like during Pride month and it was like they would show what happens to gay people in Israel and actually Tel Aviv has one of the largest pride events um in the world and then they showed the the gay man getting dragged behind a motorcycle um in in you know Gaza because that's the difference like they would kill you for being, you know, queer, in, uh, in there, and that's exactly what I said to to Mia Khalifa. I'm like, you realize? Oh yeah. And then she said, "Can the can someone please tell these freedom fighters that palace in Palestine to flip their phones to film horizontally?" Um, there's another one. There's a there's a she had a few posts. Um. Uh, Where's another one? Did she have it? Yeah, see, these are all the ones I can't show you, but. okay, so she actually said if you're she was like condemning anybody who actually. um, Was she's like, if you're not on the side of, of Hamas, then you're in the wrong. And I'm like, you realize again, like. I mean, she probably has what is that called uh I mean they would they would kill her there um for you know showing her body the way that she does doing the job you know her, her the job that she does they would literally murder her um and like an honor killing right um because she's not married um they would not take too kindly to her and so again the the cognitive dissonance from people like this is quite it's quite amazing it's quite disgusting um it it, it, it's it's gross um but then you have other people here's what is going on in seattle right um actually you know people celebrating the Hamas militants what they did and killed all these innocent people um they here and then they they clashed with um with counter protesters so here's a video So, when they chant from the river to the sea, that is basically an active call to genocide. Um, if you didn't know that, that is what they are saying: um, kill all Jews from. Yeah, it's it's again, it's disgusting. Um, they're an active call for genocide when they when they say something like that. Um. There was, I mean, this was happening around the country and around the world. I, I, I mean, here it is again in front of the White House. You know, how it just... <laughs>
1: I wow
2: wow so wow.
0: So, John Stevens, you asked, or uh, Vanessa, you said, why would anybody before that? Um, here's, here's my best interpretation. Um, is you see that they're always talking about liberate. You see them talking about the occupation, all this stuff, right? And basically what they're trying to get at is that? I believe the start. It was in World War II. A lot of the uh, the Jewish people fleeing from Europe. Um, actually, I believe it was actually Russia that did it. It was the, it was the Soviet Union kind of pushed them down into and gave them sent them up in in uh, in this in Israel, right? So gave them the land in Israel. Everything like that. So people call them occupiers, right? Which doesn't necessarily make sense to me. If you really look at it throughout the world, every single country is an occupier of somebody else's land. It's kind of interesting when you look at it like that. Like, empires throughout history were always moving in and taking land, right? Um, I... Um so I I think the the, the really thing is, is like I look back like do these people have these people never read the Bible I guess I mean because during biblical days this land belonged to the Jewish people and Muhammad fled the area to Mecca um where I think I believe his um the final the final battle with uh was was in Mecca, and that's where I think he was killed. But don't quote me on that. I'm not an expert on the Quran. I, I know a little bit, but um <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So I mean when you look at it, the Jewish people originally had the spot, it was taken from them before, and then they were given it back, I guess. I don't know. Don't really follow that too much. I just think current country, it's Israel. Um, they, they fought the six-day war to keep it. Um, the international community came in and said, you have to set up these borders. And um, even if you remember during the Obama administration, if you remember, like during the Obama administration, they, uh, they, uh they were still advocating to go back to, I think, the 67 borders, which were basically indefensible borders. If they if we had done that, this would probably we'd be talking about a completely different situation right now uh, to where um, yeah Israel might not even be standing yet right now. Just uh, saying that. But um, not even is, th- this isn't even what I'm going to say is the worst of it just because these are civilians that may not know any better it's still pretty evil but what's really disturbing and disgusting in my opinion are the politicians who have basically justified this, or they've just called for a ceasefire. Um, like Israel doesn't have a right to defend itself. Um, it's like, oh, you hit us. now you call for a ceasefire. Uh, it's not usually how how fights work. Um, so what I will say, so let's let's just look at what they said. Um, Alain Omar, is one of the one of the worst ones, probably. Um, what'd she say? Yeah, she failed to even she failed to uh, condemn the she never she didn't con- condemn the attacks, um, and she said asked her supporters to pray for those in Gaza, not for the families in Israel, but pray for those in Gaza. So, here is her statement. Says, reminder Gaza doesn't have the shelters or an iron dome, and to please pray for them. May peace prevail in the region and move us towards a more a moral awakening to care about human suffering we are seeing. Palestinians are human beings that have been besieged and are deserving of protection of the international community. She's saying that they've been besieged when Israel was literally the one that was just attacked. Because this came out Saturday morning, okay, or Saturday evening, Israel was attacked that day, and they came out, and it's a it's it's insane to me um, that she would even think that this was, um, this was good. You know, so that's that's one, that's the that's the first one. Let's talk about. Yeah, I mean, so Marjorie Taylor Greene responded to that you need to make it through the day before you called the call for the protection of the for, from the international community for the Hamas against Israel defending themselves after evil torture, murder, kidnapping other people. Yeah, basically calling for a war against Israel. Um. Another user actually pointed out Gaza doesn't need an iron dome because Israel does not indiscriminately launch missiles or aim for civilians and they're making phone calls to warn civilians to get out before they even start bombing. Um Cory Bush um what's she? Do? I am heartbroken by the ongoing violence in Palestine and Israel, and I mourn the over 250 Israeli and 230 Palestinian lives that have been lost today. Again, this was, this was before Israel started striking back, just, just to note. So they she's basically mourning the attackers. And the thousands injured following the attacks by Hamas militants at the Israel border I urge, I strongly condemn the targeting of civilians, and I urge on an immediate ceasefire and de-escalation to prevent further loss of lives. At, at least she, she, uh, she condemned. Well, she condemned the targeting of civilians. She didn't condemn the attack. She condemned the targeting of civilians. and That was about it. Um. Our immediate focus must be on saving lives, but our ultimate focus must be on a just and lasting peace that ensures safety for everyone in the region. Violations of human rights do not justify more violation of human rights, and a military response will only exacerbate the suffering of the Palestinians and Israel, Israelis alike. As part of achieving a just and lasting peace, we must do our part to stop this violence trauma by ending U.S. government support for Israel Israel's Israeli military occupation and apartheid. So, I agree with ending U.S. support. But then she calls it Israeli military occupation. Remember what I said about them using the term occupation earlier? That... That is again blaming Israel for what happened. That's what I get from that That's what that's saying they're uh, she's blaming Israel for what happened because if you weren't occupying them then they then you then you wouldn't have had to go through this um. So that's not all. Yeah. So Marina Medvin says Cory Bush mourns the death of Palestinian terrorists and equates that to the brutalities and butcherings of the Palestinians committed against the Jewish civilians. Yeah, she's right. I mean, she, like I said, that she wrote that tweet before Israel even launched any attacks into um, into Gaza. AOC. I condemn Hamas' attacks in the strongest possible terms. No child family should ever endure this kind of violence and fear. And this violence will not solve the ongoing. This violence will not solve the ongoing oppression and occupation in the region. She's basically saying, Yes, I understand you're oppressed, but violence isn't the way to achieve your your ends right like you can't you're not going to do this and so she called for an immediate ceasefire so again condemning the attacks but then kind of justifying it by taking their side saying you know what this isn't the way to do it even though i agree with your plight basically that's what she's saying um i don't know why these ones didn't oh I... that's why capital twitters sorry those didn't embed um This one's pretty bad, too. So this was actually yesterday. Um, Michigan Representative Rashida Tlaib said in a statement, I grieve the Palestinian and Israeli lives lost yesterday. I am determined as ever to fight for for a just future where everyone can just live in peace. The path to that future must include lifting blockade, ending the occupation, and dismantling the ARP. I can't say that apartheid system that creates suffocating, dehumanizing conditions that, that can lead to resistance. The failure to, re, the failure to recognize the violent reality of living under siege oc- occupation makes no one safer. It's basically like, Hey, you've taken siege. You, you are occupying this land. And so that's, what's going to cause resistance. And that's why they did this. So now again, blaming, Israel for doing this is giving off very much. She shouldn't have been wearing that, 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 that outfit vibes um, from the squad here. Right. That's, that's what I'm getting from this. Um, and then there's just more of the same, like more of the same. So, I mean, if, if the protesters, I mean, who knows what the protesters motives are? But they're being pushed and they're being led into this mindset by Democrats. And actually, most of those protesters, this is, this is something that actually AOC needs to make a statement about, is because most of those protesters, um, I think the one in New York at least, was set up by the Democratic Socialists of America, which AOC is a card-carrying member of. So I would like to know where, um, where she stands um, on those protests. Why isn't she out there standing with them? But if that wasn't enough, right? If, that, if, if the Democrats weren't enough, let's talk about former Vice President Mike Pence. Here's what he had to say.
2: Well, I am, but let me begin at where where we ought to start. I mean, that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan has emboldened the enemies of freedom around the world. And now war is raging uh, in Eastern Europe. And, and President Joe Biden's kowtowing for the last two and a half years to the mullahs in Iran, lifting sanctions, begging them to get back in the Iran nuclear deal, and then uh, paying $6 billion in a ransom uh, for hostages, I, I think set the conditions uh, for this unprecedented terrorist attack uh, by Hamas against Israel. But I also believe this is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. I, look, uh, that what happened in Ukraine was an unprovoked invasion by Russia. What happened this weekend was a an unprovoked invasion by Hamas uh, into Israel uh, and I really believe now more than ever uh, both the debate within the Republican Party and the debate within America is whether or not we're we're going to once again stand without apology as the leader of the free world, as the arsenal of democracy. The heartbreaking images coming out of both of these theaters of operations remind us that uh, America is the indispensable leader uh, of the free world, and if I'm president of the United States, we'll lead from American strength. I just,
0: I can't, with the neocons. I, I can't. I mean, when his when his post says this is what happens when leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSantis signal retreat. You're blaming Donald Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy, who's never held a position in government. Ron DeSantis, who's the governor of Florida. We didn't have these... These things didn't actually happen when Donald Trump was president. You guys remember this? Like When Donald Trump was president, these things didn't happen. And guess what? We are still withdrawing from the world. Um, so blaming Donald Trump and honestly... Mr. Pence, weren't you the vice president under Donald Trump? So if you were the vice president, is this like a this this kind of seems like a a self-own, right? So he's kind of saying I was such a inept vice president that I didn't actually do anything because Donald Trump's to blame when I was his vice president? You were part of the administration, sir. Like what? Like what? Trump. See, that's the thing is Trump has enough crazy to be like, yes, if you do this, we will. We will bring fire and fury. Right. And people, people respected. Trump. Trump's tough words because he was crazy enough to do what he said he was going to do. Um not that I, I think we sh again I I do think that the Ukraine war will end if Trump is 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 um is president because he will say I mean he has a good strategy he's like I will tell Ukraine if you don't stop fighting we won't give you any more aid and then I'll tell Russia if you don't stop fighting We'll bring force like you've never seen before. Um, Kind of giving both sides the ultimatum. That's a good strategy. And if you know, I'm not really a huge Donald Trump supporter either. Not really a Republican or an establishment supporter of government in general. Right. Um, I think that right now, The military industrial complex is a huge issue. So the the thing is, is um, I I saw it in the chat. Someone said um, on both sides. So um, remember, I've talked about this. Th- I've talked about this before in the past on this sh- on this channel. I think it was on one of my earlier episodes. I think it was talking even about oh, it was. It was when it was the first debate when I said I couldn't support anybody but Vivek Ramaswamy, and I talked about Israel, right? The thing is, we've we've been fighting a proxy war amongst ourselves. Um We've been fighting a proxy war amongst ourselves for for generations. I mean, think about this. So we, again, we we fund the Iron Dome defense system, and then Obama gave what five billion dollars to Iran. Um, Biden gave them. COVID aid, gave the Palestinians COVID aid, um, which was eventually used to buy rockets, which were then sent into our Iron Dome defense system that we pay for Like very early on in the Biden administration. we're i mean we're fighting a proxy war amongst ourselves in this country and the who wins? politicians bank accounts the military industrial complex who funnels who who uses some of that money that we that we give them for this stuff they basically funnel those profits back into like they uh um, they launder that money back to politicians um like, donate to their campaigns and everything like that. As long as that, keep, that cycle keeps going, everybody's, everybody there is happy. And the only people that aren't happy are the ones that are dying because it's war. They are arms dealers. They're giving arms that kill people to places around the world. It reminds me of... Um, it kind of reminds me of Iron Man. Remember remember in the movie Iron Man where Tony Stark is an arms dealer and he's showing off how good his stuff is and his stuff is used to kill people. And then he's taken hostage and then realizes just how, how much destruction and destabilization that his product cost around the world. That's that's what we need to have people that are doing that stuff to have that kind of awakening. Um, Unfortunately, I do think some people are just evil or money hungry and they don't care because it's not their loved ones who are dying. It's others, which is why I always say, if you want to send military troops in, you want to send military people, U S military ground forces in to any situation I sure to heck hope that you've either, either done it yourself or you sign up tomorrow because you're the first to volunteer. I uh, I don't think I would say send politicians kids um, just because they're not the ones that are making these decisions. It's the politicians. But um, I would surely hope that, you know, send them to war um, in an initial invas- invasion. Um, I think their stances would change. Um, yeah, it's, I'm tired of a lot of this stuff and it's, it's frustrating because yes. Um, and I, and honestly, I know, I have a lot of, I know a lot of people, um, with uh, a lot of connections to Israel and I know I know I mean a lot of my friends are Jewish and 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 stuff and so but the thing is, is I think I was having a conversation with a good friend the other um just after this happened and it was like Israel can can defend themselves at this point um, and I it, it's hard because yeah you you, you don't want to see this stuff happening um, but if our government gets involved, it generally creates, um, it just creates, it makes the situation worse. Right. Yeah. So this is the way I look at it. Um, yeah, but we're going to move on. I actually have one more story that I'm going to talk about other than Israel tonight. Um, because this is very close to home and it's very utopian and it's kind of scary. So in an interview, Hillary Clinton on this was what this was Friday claims mega cult members need formal deprogramming. Yeah, this was pretty bad. Oh no. Let me see. Did that link not work what is going on with this stuff okay i think it's because they stopped they didn't do that let me see i should be able to take this Here we go. Stuff's not working.
1: Partisans in both parties. Here we go. Very strong partisans in both parties in the past. uh, And we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tale of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm -hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching
0: orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen, and how do you very strong partisan mm. My actual response to this was uh, Stalin meet Hillary because that's what that sounds like this." This sounds like she's advocating to set up internment camps, set up gulags, you know, re-education camps. That's what that sounds like. That is so evil. So, so Orwellian. It's like in 1984, that's what it reminds me of. Like when people don't think enough like you, they send you to these re-education camps. Um, That is, that's evil. It's so, so twisted. Yeah, you're right, Vanessa. I mean, to say that these people are taking their marching orders from Donald Trump, like Donald Trump's giving orders to people. I don't, I don't think so. I've never seen him give orders. I mean, on January 6th, he did say, "Go make your voices heard peacefully at the Capitol." They always forget that peacefully part they also forget that the fbi was there they won't tell us how many fbi agents were there that day um so yeah kind of a little uh a little interesting what's interesting to me too though is like they she acknowledges that there's two partisans, like there's strong partisans on both sides, but there's never this, been this cult. I don't know. I would say wokeism is quite the cult. It is. Um, a lot of people want to say it's a religion. No, I Now I won't go as far to even want. I would actually shy away from wanting to classify it as a religion because if it is a religion, they get protected statuses and stuff like that. So it's not a religion. Very much probably cult-like status. You know, wokeism. But I'm not out here advocating to send... Like, the woke leftists to... Re-education camps. Which they do. They do. I mean, they always say... I mean, they always talk about it because they're communist. I mean, the leftists are communist. And this is, like, what the communists do. Like if you know how communism works, what happens, and I have had a video a long time ago about kind of how the chart works, right? It's because they, in order to get everybody to fall under communism and go along with everybody to think about, quote unquote, the greater good over the individual, what it takes is everybody who doesn't do it automatically, it takes sending them to re-education camps. And if you can't be re-educated, or you know deprogrammed they kill you that's why stalin killed so many people was because they couldn't reprogram them to go along with the greater good they couldn't indoctrinate them enough to you know believe that the individual is not vastly superior to doing everything for the collective and greater good. So, alright well, you all right, y'all. I'm at the top of the hour. Um, I appreciate y'all hanging out, talking some of these tough topics, especially Israel um, and everything that's going on there. I do pray for everybody, um, all the civilians and everybody there. Um, I hope um. Um. So, yeah, I I, I think that we um. Uh, we just hope that everything turns out, and I hope that we, I hope we stay out of it. I hope that our government stays out of it. Um. But at the same time, I I don't blame, I don't blame. Israel for going in and laying waste to all of Hamas. Um, I just hope I, I don't support them killing innocent, the innocent civilians um, though, but I do uh, anybody that's a militant over there. I, I, it's, it's their right to defend themselves. If you don't start none, there won't be none. And I'm out. <laughs> I do want to say thank you all for, uh, for joining. Um, make sure you click that like and subscribe button. Follow of me across all social media platforms. And what I do want to actually kind of say, like I said, I'm gonna have a video coming out soon too. Y'all know I'm working for multiple organizations now and note that this channel is not sponsored by any of the organizations that I work for. Um, so what I say on here is not necessarily a reflection of the viewpoints of my employers. So I want everybody to kind of know that right off the bat. Um, but make sure you you click subscribe um, follow me across all social media platforms and I'll see you next time